there's no doubt about it, communications professionals are just like 007. Right, now pay attention 007. First your new car, BMW. Our effectiveness is often gauged by the fancy gadgets or software we can bring to the project. We are students of human behavior who study the room. An invisible hand is too often credited for our hard work. And we always keep our cool. Today on Stories and Strategies, just like James Bond, we need to be both book smart and street smart. But which of those skills is more important to ensure we're shaken, but not stirred? Uh, my name is Doug Downs. My guest today is Eva Short of Zahav PR in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. Only a Canadian could say that right the first time. One try, right? Hi, how are you? I'm good. And what an absolute gem Saskatoon is. I mean, we know about it here in the Rocky Mountains. I'm not far away and I've been a couple of times to Saskatoon. Um, but for people listening in various parts of the world, Saskatoon in general is amazing and just kind of unknown, I guess, eh? Absolutely. I mean, I we just moved here in September and even though it's still COVID, it's just been amazing to explore the city. There's like a bit of everything, you know, there's city life and then there's amazing nature. Previous home for you was Canada's West Coast, right? That's right. Yeah. So we moved from, we were in Ontario for a couple of years and now, and but we're from BC originally. Yeah. And Eva, you have a Bachelor of Social Work from the University of Victoria in British Columbia and a Bachelor of Arts in Anthropology from the University of Alberta in Edmonton. By work experience, you've had various roles involving communications and entrepreneurship, um, currently leading Zahav PR. It, it was your background, I think, um, your roadmap, so to speak, that got me thinking about this book smart versus street smart idea could you just fill us in on what led you to your career in professional communications? I internalized entrepreneurial life without really even knowing it. Um, I always thought that school was the way to go, even though my parents, you know, I come from an entrepreneurial house. My parents were immigrant parents. I watched my parents build their business, but still all the messages I was getting in life were, you need to go to school to get a job. <laughs> you need to go to university and you need to get a degree. So I fought all these like little artsy ideal ideas that I had. And I went to school and I graduated with a Bachelor of Arts in Anthropology from the University of Alberta. Then I worked for a matchmaking company actually when I graduated. So I was um, helping people kind of create matches and put them together. It was it was a lot of fun. And it was actually a small business. And I internalized a lot about PR working for the small business. Then I worked in the film industry, realized, I don't know if this is for me, went back to school. I thought social work would be the, the path for me because I loved working with people, even, you know, just in general, just I wanted to help people. Um, I worked a bit in the field and then I had kids and, um, I started my first business, uh, Modern Mommy Events, where I planned events for parents to help them recharge. And 
it was through this experience as an entrepreneur, my first, like my actual first go at it, where I realized that I knew a lot about PR and I knew how to get my business noticed. And I realized that like, this was a lot more fun for me to do than anything else I've ever done. So, and I wanted to help people do it. So it, this is really my passion was to help people shine. And I feel like with all of my combined experiences, I sort of got to help people in a really creative and fun way. Just as a broad definition, um, the way we're thinking book smarts and street smarts here is as follows. Book smarts would refer to schooling, education. I would say if you've learned from an academically approved white paper, you've been involved in a form of book smarts. Street smarts refers, in our definition, to the experiential knowledge on things, typically someone who has learned from trial and error. And I get there are going to be academics listening who say, well, trial and error is how we do academics. Absolutely. I, I do. I get that. Simple question. And the answer is beyond tricky. Which one is more important, do you feel, in public relations? Okay. So in public relations, now I do not want to downplay anybody that has gone to school for communications right. because looking back that's probably what i would have done but i mean i was an 18 year old kid and how would i have known but i think with pr i think being more if you want to call it street savvy or street smart that's definitely how i would i would think that would be more important only because like i know for me um i i feel like with my knowledge and my background um being a good connector is important and being a decent writer and you don't have to have a degree to be in PR, but like definitely learn more, learn about PR, learn, you know, take courses. I'm taking tons of courses online. Um, I do my reading and I stay on top of the, I try and stay on top of trends and like what's what people are doing, because that's really the way to get up to get ahead. And the more I talk to people in this field, I find that people come from so many different backgrounds. Like I spoke to somebody recently who's, um, they majored in English and now they're doing PR. And some people are just, you know, they wake up and they're like, hey, I want to do PR and they have no prior um, educational experience. So I feel like it's kind of a field where anybody can get that experience. And we probably need all of the above. Absolutely. You and I, in planning this episode a couple of months ago, we both said right away, well, I think we think we empathize with that street smart label. I have to be honest with you, in the couple of months that we've been leading up to recording this, my empathy for the academics and the book smarts has grown substantially. I Just looking at my own habits, I pay more attention to things when it's from an academically approved paper. I am eager to read studies from academics. My, my general uh, issue, with pure academics is nothing gets done, <laughs> right? It, just, it seems, it feels like it's the street smart. So that gets it done. Are we emotionally attached to one label, but intellectually attached to the other label, do you think? So um, when I when I first started my journey as an entrepreneur, one of my first mentors actually had no academic experience. Like all of her business savvy came from within. Um, she did all of her reading on her own. She did her learning on her own. And 
I kind of, I looked at her and I was like, how, how did you do that without, you know, prior academic background? Because that's what I knew. But really, when I spoke to her, both of our experiences were very similar growing up. Like she came from an entrepreneurial background as well. And I just, my whole mindset sort of shifted in that way. And I, and I started to really appreciate and see, I guess, you know, as you grow up, you really, um, appreciate your family a little bit more. And I started to really, um, kind of see things from that perspective. So I guess, yeah, I do have a real soft spot for people who come with a more street savvy approach to life and doing things. Okay. Instead of a movie clip or a sitcom scene for the pattern break in this episode, we have a quiz to help you, not just you, Eva, but the listeners well determine if you are more book smart or street smart. Eva, I'm, I'm only going to ask you a handful of these questions just for, you know, timing purposes, but we will report your actual score. Ready to go? Sounds good. Looking forward to it. All right. Well, hello and welcome to Am I Street Smart or Am I Book Smart? My name is Doug. My guest is Eva. Hello, Eva. Hello. How's it going today in beautiful Calgary? Awesome in the Rocky Mountains. Awesome in Saskatoon and awesome to those of you at home. You ready at home? All right. Let's play our game. Okay, Eva, we have a series of questions for you. There are four options for each question and at times it will sound like it's a yes or a no there are still four options i'm going to ask you each question you give me the best answer that applies for you ready to go yeah sure am okay human emotions are often conveyed through body language and facial expression how can you tell if someone is secretly feeling upset four options i'm not sure i can tell by their eyes i can tell by their voice my intuition just tells me Hmm. I think I'm going to have to go with my intuition just tells me. Okay. Next question. Are you good at persuading other people to get what you want in life? Not really. Yes, very much so. Sometimes I am. It depends on who I'm talking to. Sometimes I am. <laughs> <laughs> Knowledge comes from many different places. Where does it come from for you? Books mistakes mentors my faith mentors and my faith but mentors if you were interviewing someone for a job which of the following would matter the most to you the academic pedigree their job experience their references their overall personality their job experiences imagine reading some textbooks in a library would you be doing this for fun or for homework for homework, neither. I hate textbooks. For both fun and homework, for fun. Neither. I hate textbooks. <laughs> I've seen enough textbooks to last me a lifetime. Yeah. I, <laughs> no, no, thank you. And that's a telling answer. We can see which way this <laughs> this this quiz is leaning. <laughs> what shouts loudest in life? Good looks, money, a strong personality. All three of these are equal. A strong personality. Do you believe that kindness can be taught to other people or is it more innate? Kindness can always be taught. It's definitely innate. While I think that kindness can be taught, I don't think that people will always learn from it. It can only be taught until a certain age. Kindness can always be taught. 
Which of the following has shaped your character and spirit the most? School, life experiences, human connections, spiritual connections. Human connections. On a scale of one to 10, 10 being the highest, how much do you value your education? One to two, three to five, six to eight, nine to 10. Six to eight. If someone told you they're a working actor, would you mentally, not out loud, but would you mentally count that as a real job? No, being an actor is not a real job unless you're famous. Sure, why wouldn't I? It depends on how much work they're getting. All jobs are real to me. All jobs are real to me. If you're making money and you're doing it, as long as it's legal. Right. How about it, right? As long as it's legal. Let's say someone told you they graduated from Harvard University. Would you be automatically impressed by them? Yes, of course. That's a very prestigious school. No. Let's see how they carry themselves first. I would be somewhat impressed. I wouldn't really care. Yes, of course. It's Harvard. It's a very prestigious school. I'm with you, too. That's yeah, an honest like, answer. Yeah. Like Harvard, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> If you found the cure for cancer, the four optional answers are, I would give it away for free. I would sell my secret for money. I would sell my secret to some people and give it away to others for free. I'm not sure what I would do. I would sell my secret for money <laughs> and give some of it away for free. It just, yeah, it depends. <laughs> There's some nice people out there. I'd like to give it to them for free. Right. Yeah. And you want to make a little money from it. I want to make some money. <laughs> if unlimited knowledge had a price to it, how much would it cost? Billions of dollars, millions of dollars, thousands of dollars, nothing at all. Nothing at all. Oh. I think we already see that right now with the internet. It's unlimited knowledge and it's all out there. And knowledge is not necessarily understanding. So yeah, I'm I'm right with you. Yeah. <laughs> this is an amazing question here. The human mind can be a rather mysterious place. Which of these abstract images matches the state of your mind? Oh, geez. A big room with many staircases, a dark hallway with many doors on the sides, a weightless room with no doors or windows, a single room with a mirror. A dark hallway with many doors on the sides. Isn't that an amazing question, though? It is. Yeah. It is. And I've dreamt that before. So, like, I've dreamt I'm walking down that hallway. So, I figure that's, that's what my brain looks like. It must be. Mm -hmm. It must be. Close your eyes and imagine yourself happy in an exotic location. Where are you right now? In a rainforest? On the beach? On top of a mountain? In a library? Libraries are exotic. I'm just joking. Um, <laughs> the beach. Abstract concepts are all around us. Do you find it more in art, music, science, or something more spiritual? I definitely find it in something more spiritual. Okay. Uh, you ready for your results? I sure am. Okay. You are a rare hybrid. Oh. You are equally book smart and street smart, according to our survey. Does that surprise you? No, not at all. I'm always a mix of something in between of 
almost everything in life. So that does not surprise me. I, I pre-took the quiz and I came out exactly the same. I think on my side of things, it just means I'm horribly inconsistent in how I answer these questions, but um, yeah, it came out equally as, as the hybrid, um, which surprised me at the time. And now I feel better about it. Oh, good. <laughs> okay. Um, last question. Is it possible those of us who identify with street smart, because I kind of romantically do, are actually suffering from imposter syndrome in that we can't possibly rank ourselves amongst the academic elite, and therefore we're we're limiting ourselves. I think so. I, like I, I know that I definitely suffered from it at the beginning a lot. I remind myself all the time that I'm doing just fine, though, and you know. Uh, and that my background and my experiences really helped me. I mean, even it's not really street smarts because it's my academic background, but in this case, I'm using my social work degree. When I talk to clients, you know, sometimes, sometimes PR takes a little bit extra handholding, which is totally fine. And I'm always up for it. Um, and I find that, you know, it helps me. Anthropology helps me a lot, um, because it's the study of people and we're always working with people. And then I just draw on like my natural experiences of being a communicator. I love networking that helps me a lot. So I just have to remind myself I belong here and I'm worth it. It doesn't matter what my, bra my what my background is. Um, my sister, um, she's a psychologist and um, I would want to go to her because I know, like I, I wouldn't go to her, but you know what I mean? Like I would go to my sister as a psychologist or somebody that I know is a psychologist because they have that experience because I know they went through that, that degree to go to school and I would trust them with my feelings versus like, somebody else who may not have that education for what my needs are or, or like a child's needs or something like that. Um, and then on the other side of that coin, I have a friend who went to school for interior design and she's a baker now and she loves what she does and she does, she's very successful at it. Mm. By the way, we, we have of course provided a link to that quiz in the show notes. The quiz was not from Harvard or Oxford. It was actually from the website, how stuff works. And if that changes your perspective on its value, well, what does that say? Eva, I really enjoyed our time together. Thank you for this. You're welcome. Thank you so much for having me. If you'd like to send a message to my guest, Eva Short, you can email her at zahaveevents at gmail.com. We've put a link to that in the show notes, as well as your website and your Instagram account, Eva. So it's all up there for listeners. If you liked what you heard today, we're hoping you choose to subscribe to Stories and Strategies and receive updated episodes automatically. We would love it if you followed us on Twitter. It's at comms underscore podcast, and we'll follow back. We're also hoping you choose to follow and rate this podcast on any directory you're listening on. And would you do us a favor? Recommend this podcast to one friend. If you have an idea for an episode or you just want to tell us something, you can be street smart or book smart. I like both. Send us a note at info at jgrcommunications.com. Thanks for listening. <laughs>